0: All right, so um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know?
1: Hi, everyone. Hi, ladies. How is everybody today? Fantastic. Yeah. Life is good. Is that a new necklace, Mary? No, actually, it's not.
0: I just have not. I don't (laughs) think I've ever seen it before. It's quite nice. I've had it for a long time but up here, one of the strings came loose. Oh, okay. And I put it aside waiting to fix it or have Larry fix it. And neither one of us did. And I actually forgot about it. And so I'm like downsizing and I found it. So I super glued it together.
1: Well, I like it. It's very pretty. I know. I do too. Very nice. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah. So Lynn, anything new in your life? Um, Nothing that I can think of. How's your little bell ringer? The little bell ringer is, uh, well, they think it's cold here cause it's only 70 in the house. And, uh, so they are all snuggled up on their bed, staring at me like, mom, when is the heat coming back? Get him a sweater. I have actually a, a little sweater thing that I have for him that, uh, Brennan's mom gave to us a while ago, but I never think to put it on. I'm not really a dress your dog up kind of person, but I get it when he gets really, really, really cold, especially when we go up in the mountains where there's snow. I'll throw it on him. But
0: and the other one of
1: people that dress their dogs up that shouldn't, there's a lot of people who do things with their animals that shouldn't, there's a lot of people who have dogs that shouldn't have them. That's kind of where I'll go with that one. All right, ladies. Do we have words of the day? (laughs) We Do. do. You want to go first, Mary? Okay. Word of the day. Prucci, Pruckel. Pardon me?
0: You pardoned. Could you repeat Pruchy, that? Prucci, Pruckels.
1: Could you Could spell that,
0: Yes. C-R-O-O-C-H-I space P-R-O-O-C-H-L-E-S.
1: I'm so confused. That is it's lo- lo- it's lo- in, a lo- it's in a cereal. It's in a cereal. Like Froot Loops, only <laughs> in another language. It's the French. Say, that's, the, that's, that's the name that the dad picked out for his child after he did a lot of absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I think it's the French uh, word for Fruit Loops. All right. I like that. French okay. Fruit Loops. It's
0: actually Scottish. It means a vague but uncomfortable feeling of restlessness. Ah.
1: All right. Thank Oops. you. Thank you for that, Susie. I've had that feeling before i didn't know to call it that but i've had that feeling before well the next time you're feeling restless you just look at your husband and tell him you have cruchy pruckles <laughs> do you have it or do you feel it i'm feeling it is it a is it a noun or a verb i don't remember oh okay cuz that that is important in how to use it
2: yes you're right yes it is you're
1: right it is cuz either i have it or i am it Oh, yeah. All right. My word is a noun. I'll tell you that now. And it's hoopland. Hoopland? Yeah. Hoopland. It's spelled H-O-U-P-P-E-L-A-N-D-E. Hoopland. Uh, Hoopland. My word is a noun. Ah, okay. So you have crutchy prugles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got chills. They're multiplying. Yeah. I got it. And they're multiplying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm losing control. Pucci, <laughs> Pucci, what was it? Coochie. Coochie, prukles. Yeah.
2: Right.
1: Yes. Yes. All right. Well, what's your word again, Lynn? Hoopland. 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 With a lot of vowels. Can you use that in a sentence for us? I can. I can. Uh, the Kim, Kim Kardashian of the day threw on her hoopland and went off to the party. The crown, isn't it? <laughs> it's not a crown. Is it, is it a type of overcoat? It actually is kind of an overcoat type thing. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: It's a furry outer garment that was worn in the late 14th century. Ooh, a uh, long ago. yeah it was very roguelike. like it had a fitted bodice with these big sleeves so that's cool so hopefully all right throw on your hoop linden head out wait my word is a rumpant. sure you want to bring that out in public
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> a rumpent e-r-u-m-p-e-n-t well, rampant is something that happens all over the place, like you know, rampant misbehavior in the schools. Um, so you're rampant, mistakenly bad behavior. No,
0: I think it's an accidental explosion.
1: That is that is almost almost correct. Almost. Wow, I don't believe you for a minute. <laughs> okay, well
2: let okay, me tell you.
1: What is it? Think the Kool Aid Man. Bursting through okay. the wall. Yeah. A rumpet means bursting forth or through a surface. Oh. Oh. Okay. Like, like a zit is your rumpet on your face. The rising temperatures triggered the tulips' rumpet activity. Oh. Or, you know, in the spring when the crocuses you, yeah. push through the snow? Yeah. They are a They're a Yes. They're a <laughs> They are those irrumpent There's those ear crocuses. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. And All that that is, is a fun word. It is a fun word. All right, <laughs> ladies. Mary, yeah. Have you tidbits for us today? I do. Are you ready for this one? Oh, of course. Okay. What in the hell
0: will they think of next? Oh dear God. A professor at a Japanese university unveiled his latest innovation, a TV with a screen, the viewer can taste. Taste, taste, taste. 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 Do you have to lick it? That was my question. Homi Mi an associate professor in the School of Science and Technology, said his taste to TV invention uses a combination of 10 flavors to create the taste of the food that is pictured on the screen. The flavor is dispensed onto a film that slides onto the screen allowing the viewers to experience the taste of the food they are seeing. The professor says he believes the technology could be used to give people who are unwilling or unable to travel the ability to sample flavors from around the world such as things that are illegal to come across your border. I am thinking of making a platform where taste from all over the world can be distributed as Taste content, he said. It's the same as watching a movie or listening to a song that you like. I hope people in the future download and enjoy the flavors of the food from the restaurants they fancy, regardless of where they are in the future. Mishikito said that on the college's website that his work is aimed at reviewing the relationship between humans and content, and all, honestly, all I can picture in my head is people licking the television screen. Uh Uh-huh. All the people... One television screen. Oh, so gross.
1: <laughs> so I wanted, that made me think of something that I recently found, and I want to share this. Okay. So Disneyland, the Disney parks, constantly pump scents into the park. Yeah. They're called Smellitzers, by right. the way. So, for example, on Main Street, you smell fresh popcorn and baked goods. Yeah. And like at the Pirates of the Caribbean, you smell seawater. Yeah and the haunted mansion has a musty smell so yeah they actually um they they have these this company that makes sense for them and they pump scents through the through the uh park so that different areas smell like whatever area you're in right yeah I recently found out that and I thought, yeah, that's very interesting. Thought of it, but it makes sense. Kind of like we do candles or whatever. Like I have a pine candle cause I have a fake tree. So I have right. a pine candle so I, that, so that it smells like pine. But we're not licking the
0: candle. No no. no, no,
1: but I do. I had this conversation with someone after reading this article about Disney about if, if, you know, we'll say movie theaters, if they were, you know, when you walk in, the first thing you smell when you walk in is popcorn, but then when you go to the movie theater, you can't smell it anymore. If they were smart, they would pump those scents into the movie theaters themselves. Yeah. Because then people would be like, Oh, I want some popcorn. Yeah. yes, That's so wrong. Oh, I absolutely agree. It is wrong, but it would be a huge moneymaker. It would. No, it's interesting that they've come out with a taste division TV versus a yeah, uh, TV but, but TV sorry, because... but the thought of oh yeah, the thought of putting yeah. my tongue
0: on a television screen, first of all, no. where everybody else is putting their tongue is gross. Second of all, if you ever get up close and you look at them, they're there's not all crazy shit on there. It's
1: right. It's disgusting. So yeah. speaking of licking things that taste gross. Uh oh. <laughs> Is this G-rated, Hannah? Yes. Yes, it is. It involved my daughter when she was about six or seven. So Skittles had just come out with their Taste the Rainbow slogan. Yeah. And I had taken my kids to the car wash, and the car wash had recently changed how what their soap looks like. So it used to be it was always just white. Well, now, as you go through, it sprays all these different colors, pink and green and, you know, teal and yellow and orange. And my daughter leaned over with no idea that I had just washed the inside of my windows, licked my car window while yelling, taste the rainbow, and then proceeded to yell, ew, the rainbow tastes nasty. (laughs) Because apparently the rainbow tastes like Windex. Oh, that's
0: nasty. I leave it oh. to your daughter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. No, I Not know. That's why it. we don't like television <laughs>
0: children. Yeah. nor will I. All right. Oh. At this point in time, I feel like we should have some shark music going. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. oh, I have a I have a tidbit first. Can I do my awesome. tidbit? Awesome. Go for it. All right. So my tidbit starts with a question. What is a mineral? Do you need an actual explanation as to what a mineral is? I know you you guys know what a mineral is, but would you know how to define the actual thing that makes something a mineral? So first off, it has to be solid. Yes. Naturally occurring. It has to have what's called an organized crystal structure. That means like the atoms and the stuff that make it are organized in a very specific pattern. Running around rampant in there. Yes. They can't be a and it has a defined chemical structure. So so if you have two of the same minerals, they'll have the same chemical structure. So by definition, if you think about that, ice fits all four of those things. So ice technically is a mineral. And now the next thing, if you think about, if you take a melted rock, a molten rock that is lava. So if you melt ice, ice, what, It's melted as water. Water is really lava. We, as humans, the adult human body is 60% water. So human adult, adult humans are really just all lava monsters. We're all just running around lava monsters. She's been doing amps.
0: I don't know how she thinks she, she, I don't know. She makes
1: makes sense, but in my head, it's I'm screaming. Listen, the floor isn't lava. It's us. We're lava. (laughs) Okay. But here's the thing. I did not come up with this. A friend of mine posted it on Facebook and I and I messaged him and said, You read it online. You know, it's true. Absolutely. And I give you credit. This is hilarious. And I want to use it in the podcast. And he said that he couldn't take credit. He got it from somebody named Hank Green's TikTok, which we've mentioned TikTok. And again, I don't know how to go on TikTok or even find it unless it comes to my door or something. So I don't know how to find this Hank Green to say, did you make it up? But maybe Hank Green made it up. Maybe he found it from somewhere, but I can't claim credit. I just thought it was really, really funny. It was like, that's hilarious. I love people come up with stuff like that. So if it's Hank Green and uh, great, if Hank Green got it from somewhere, then it's somebody else. But, But I thought it was funny. So I like it. All right. And now Mary has another tidbit for us. Oh, all right. Dun, okay. dun, 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 dun,
0: dun, dun. Maybe. Thank you. The surfer off the Hawaii coast said that the creature that left a bite mark on her board wasn't a shark. It was actually a wild boar out for a swim. What? Ingrid Sepal, who has been surfing for more than 35 years, said she was riding the waves off of Oahu's Point when she spotted what she initially thought it thought was a Hawaiian monk seal in the water. Seeple said she was shocked when the animal lifted its head. That's when I realized it was a pig, and it saw me. It started swimming towards me as fast as it could. I was shocked, she said. So the boar swam up to her and actually bit her board, leaving a bite mark on it. She's tried to paddle away. It's really close. It's coming after her, and we've all heard about boars. They're not nice creatures. Nope. So basically, um, she pushes the board between her and the pig, and it bites the board. So she's able to swim back to the shore without any injuries. She suggested that the boar may have been chased into the water by hunting dogs, or it simply got caught up in a rip current. And I just want everyone to know that no boars or other animals were injured in the telling of this story. Thank God.
1: I think it just wanted to get on the board and get out of the water, and I think she should have helped it. Maybe you wanted to learn how to surf. Cut up. Maybe you wanted to learn how to surf. All right. Well, ladies, are you ready for a story? I am. Absolutely. All right. I hope it's not as boring as Mary's.
2: <laughs>
1: oh. oh. Well, recently something that one of us said made me think about fads that most of us never think about anymore. I thought it might be fun to reminisce about a few of them. Talk about our own thoughts or experiences with them. Are we bringing Liz Pants into this thing? No. Hooplins. Hooplins. We're going to bring up hooplins, aren't we? Now, some of these that I'm going to mention are old enough to be a bit before our time, but they're still pretty ridiculous. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to explore them. Okay. All right. Let's start with flagpole sitting. Okay. Flagpole sitting. Now, I've never heard of this before I researched the story. But apparently back in the 1920s, flagpole sitting was a real thing. It started out when a friend dared actor Alvin shipwreck Kelly to climb up and sit on a flagpole. Now, to me, this seems like a pretty weird dare. Why would you choose to dare someone to sit on a flagpole? This doesn't even sound comfortable for one thing, but whatever. So Kelly ended up sitting on the flagpole for 13 hours and 13 minutes. Oh, and all I can think is ouch. Oh, I just how is 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 really like. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. There's it's- pictures. Don't move. That's all you do. You don't move. So describe it to us. He was sitting, literally sitting on the top with the you like- have to look up pictures that people have done it in various ways. OK, OK. OK, I don't get why they did this, but whatever. It's a fad. So it quickly caught on because apparently they didn't have anything better to do. The Internet didn't exist. True. No and, cell phones. Right. And soon the records were stretching into not hours, but days. Sitting on a flagpole for days. Now, Kelly eventually set the record when he sat on a flagpole for 49 days in 1929. Okay. So they usually not fall
0: off when you fall asleep. I'm so they typically put a small platform up there at the top.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Because I'm, I, I'm just imagining this little top thing. You're like somehow precariously balanced with your butt on it or something. I know you, that's gonna. And hurt. I'm like, you, you fall asleep. You're, but it, you but, but if you along. look at the pictures, it's still, it's, it's tiny. It's not like you yeah. have a lawn chair up there. No, no.
0: So for 40, good,
1: good Swift, went you're, you're a daughter. <laughs> forty nine days. He no. sat up there for forty nine days, and this was my only question. Where's his life? How do you use the bathroom? That's Ooh. your
0: only question.
1: That is an important one though. It is a you very important one. People must have brought him up and down stuff. So I imagine that he must have. You uh, want to, it, I mean, do you, you, you want to think while you're up there? How do you have a cord? You take a lot of books. Yeah. Doesn't say you can't do something while well up there. <laughs> also, right, okay. Also, back in the 1920s. Ionico. Ionica was the electric belt that was developed by Gaylord Wilshire in 1925. Now the idea was that this belt magnetized the iron in your blood, thereby increasing the oxygen level in your blood and improving your health. It sold around 50,000 units the first year. This is the 1920s, but it quickly lost its popularity after the American Medical Association spoke out against its health claims. Oh, you mean people listen to the doctors and scientists back then? They just want us to be safe. All right. In the late 1930s, goldfish swallowing became the Uh, hot thing to do. I've seen that in movies and stuff. Mostly on college campuses. The first known incident of this stomach churning fad was taken on by a Harvard freshman as a dare. The record was set in April of 1939 when 101 goldfish were swallowed by a single person. I can't believe PETA didn't get involved. And then the fad died out after that. I cannot believe that PETA was not involved in this. How old is PETA? PETA PETA around? Yeah. Was PETA around in the 1930s? That's a good question.
0: I'm sure there were animal activists, animal rights activists that would have gotten. Okay, but
2: here's
1: the thing. Remember, they didn't have internet. It wasn't like now where people knew what other towns were doing. So the only people that would know are the local people. The newspaper would take a day to write the story up and report it. So. And then it has to be picked up by other papers. So, yeah. Okay, we're going to move forward a bit. Okay, we're going into the 1960s now. Ooh, that's a big jump. President John F. Kennedy began to encourage Americans to protect themselves from what he felt was a real possibility, nuclear war. He encouraged the country to build themselves fallout shelters to save their families from the inevitable. People continued to regularly build fallout shelters into the late 1970s, and of course, there was never a nuclear war. But I guess that they could all be converted into ultimate man caves, a whole other fad that I'm just not even going to fall down the rabbit hole of. Okay. Do you ladies remember troll dolls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever own any? No. Lynn, did you ever have a troll doll? No. I didn't have any, but I had a friend who collected them. Because you put them in, you put them, you put them in your hand, and you went, like this, and their hair went. It was great. So they they originally were a huge fad back in the early yeah. '60s, but then they actually had another surge of popularities in the 1990s. Yeah. Now, these crazy-haired, wide-eyed dolls were created in 1959 by Thomas Dam for his young daughter, but they quickly became popular when he began selling them to the public. They could be found in a variety of almost anything you could conceive. Weddings, birthdays, graduations, sports, holidays. If you can think of it, you could probably find a troll doll for it. Right. And they do still exist to this day. They're just not popular the way they used to be. Now, this next one, I'm pretty sure that at least one of our siblings had this next fad. And I think it might have been Kate, the pet rock. Oh my God. Why I had a pet rock. Did you have a pet rock? I did. Now, yes. this was the brainchild of Gary Dahl. The pet rock came in a cardboard carrier with a 32 page manual on how to care for and train your pet rock. You can laugh if you want, but in less than two years, more than one and a half million Pet Rocks had been sold at a cost of $4 a piece. Oh,
0: Jesus.
1: I found mine in the wild and got it for free. Nice. Still untrained. It's still untrained. It's it ran, still it untrained. ran off. No, no, it was very well trained. It just sat there and behaved. Now, this one I think most people will recognize as well. Stretch Armstrong doll. Oh, Yeah. yeah. This large, muscular action figure was made stretchy by a secret ingredient. Any guesses? Rubber? They did something to the rubber to make it stretchy. No idea. Dog? Chewing gum? They what? Not just for baking anymore. So you could lift your doll? <laughs> <laughs> now, this, this stretchy action figure was so popular that he was actually made into 67 different varieties, including Superheroes. And he was later made into a TV series, and he made an appearance in at least one movie. All right, Cabbage Patch Dolls. Now, I know that I desperately wanted one, but it was never meant to be. Even I knew back then that they were very expensive. And as an adult, I'm glad I never had one. These dolls came with individual names, birth certificates, and backstories that included how they were actually born in a Cabbage Patch. And even as a child, I understood that it was a really big thing. Like they were really expensive and really hard to get your hands on. And yeah, but within a decade, they were pretty much forgotten. They have started to make kind of a comeback, but it's not the same as they used to be. How about Swatch Watch? Remember Swatch Watches? I still have one. You do? I do. It was not mine because, you know, in our family, you weren't getting stuff like that. But uh, it belonged to someone else and got lent to me and I still have it. All right. Well, they were cheap, plastic, colorful, and they were an international hit. Kids would actually trade them. And they had like those little little plastic rubber covers that would go over the face of them to protect them from getting hit. And seemed like everyone had one. They were easy to find, and their popularity died just as quickly. And we wore them on our ankles sometimes to be cool. That is. That is the, the me, cool. We huh? were so cool. <laughs> oh, we wore them. Maybe that was only a proofport <laughs> Now, I had completely forgotten about this fat until I was researching the story. Hypercolor clothing. And I can see by the look on your face, Lynn, that you don't remember this. I, I don't know, know what you're adult- means. So this was clothing that changed color with the heat from your body or if someone touched you or if the sun shined on part of you. And I never owned any, but I remember seeing it. I don't remember this as a fad. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Okay. So um, here's the thing. Tell us about it. Like I said, the clothing, it was pants and shirts and stuff. And. People like you could take your hand and lay your hand on your shirt, and then you took your hand away, and then there would be a colored handprint from the heat of your hand. Okay. But the downside was that random people also wanted to touch you. So nothing like inviting random people to touch your children. Yeah. This fad generated $50 million in sales between February and May of 1991. Holy crap. And in 1992, the company went bankrupt. There's some money mismanagement there. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I had totally forgotten about it. It was a very, very short-lived little thing. And okay, beanie babies. Okay, bring it on. Beanie babies, the small bean bag animals that were produced by the Thai Company. They were toted as a great investment, and in everyone, it seemed, searched for the next rare release because someday they would resell them and they would be rich. Yes. There were plastic boxes and plastic tag covers that were sold to protect your beanie babies from damage so they would be in pristine condition when you were ready to sell them. And make a fortune. Make a fortune. I'm still waiting for that day. There ended up being hundreds of varieties. Each of them had a name, of course. And each variety would have different variations within that variety. Now, they hit the market in 1993 and production ended in 1999. But... Due to, of course, the fact that they oversaturated the market and they overhyped the resale value. You can find them in pretty much every single thrift shop now and at every single garage sale you go to. Yeah. And of course, with very rare exception, they're worth next to nothing. Hold on to them maybe in another hundred years. Okay. All right. Everybody, Macarena. I never macarena You've never Did you? macarena Oh over Macarena Lynn? Lynn, have you ever macarena All the time. It comes on and I am up there. I am a Macarena girl, which I shouldn't be because I don't think the song is really, I, I can't remember what it's about, but I know it has nothing to do with getting up and dancing in front of everyone. And not only that, but that it's kind of like a meat market. Like you're just sitting up there in front of everybody swinging your hips. Like it's, Hey, look at me. I'm sexy dance. Yeah, it's like literally like, and I, I know I'm going to do this wrong because I haven't done it in a bajillion years, but it was like, and you just keep doing this all the way to like around. You just keep yeah. doing this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I probably just totally butchered it, but that's all right. You get the idea. Okay. And the only line I ever knew out of it was, eh, macarena." It's like, I don't know right. any other words to the song. Okay. So it felt like you couldn't go to a wedding reception without hearing this song. Written by the Spanish group Los de, Los de Rio and recorded in English by the Bayside Boys, it hit the top 100 charts for 14 weeks. The only thing I can say about it is at least it was slightly better than Who Let the Dogs Out. Easier to dance to, maybe. Okay. All right. Tamagotchi. The bane of my existence, because if you were a parent whose child had one of these, It somehow seemed to become your responsibility to keep this little egg-shaped digital creature alive. Yes, while your children are in school. (laughs) Or off playing with their friends. Yes. You feed it, you clean it, you play with it. You monitor its hunger, its happiness, and its discipline levels so that it wasn't dead when your kiddo returned home. Yes. Happy babysitting your fake grandchild. Nothing like giving parents a, sad, a sense of guilt. Yes. And you know what? All three of my children were gifted them for Christmas. So I had three of them to try to keep alive. I had three children also, and they each had one too. Yes. woo Yeah. Oh. Okay. It's funny because I had three kids in between you two. I had no idea what this thing even is. Well, we'll fix that. We're going to give uh, your husband and you and each of your children and one to each of your dogs. And I bet all of them die day one. Cause guess what? None <laughs> yeah, never had children. We're like, yeah, no, thank you. And uh, the boys are like that too. So they would, they'd be like, yeah, we're not taking care of this either. Well, I swear to you that I almost took a baseball bat to this next fad. The Furby that my ex-husband simply had to have. Now this furry, singing owl-like creature that could be trained, ha, 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 trained, yeah, okay, in 24 different languages, like to talk at random intervals, completely unprompted, which, if you are like me and you're home alone, scares the bejesus out of you. <laughs> or maybe mine was just possessed, I don't know. I, uh, I do know that after it scared me when I was alone one too many times, it got stuffed onto the shelf, in the back of a closet didn't now, they have batteries huh couldn't you just take batteries out yes they did have batteries yes but that would have upset my ex-husband and shoving him in a closet wouldn't you know, here furby have a timeout. here's the thing making him disappear into a closet where the ex couldn't find him was one thing taking the batteries out just meant that the ex would be angry and he would just put the batteries back in now, as much as I dislike like this creature, the company likes them very much because the company sold 27 million Furbies in 1997 alone. Jesus. Yeah. Healy's. Never, never had a Furby. I could have done without one. And they weren't cheap. They were like, I don't know, like 40 bucks, which was a lot of money back in 97. It's a lot of money now to me. But yeah, um, Healy's. I have no idea what that is. They still exist. Oh, They're not yeah, as easy to find. It. What, as, Lynn? A teacher, as a teacher, I hated heelys. Oh. Um, athletic shoes with roller skate-like wheels that were built into the back. Oh yeah! You simply shift your weight onto the back of your shoe, onto your heel, and now you're gliding instead of walking. And when did you say these came out? Um, it was in the 2000s. No, they were they were
0: around way before then because we had a couple kids in high school that had them. Well, they were
1: called then. But, yeah, because um, remember Chips, the TV show Chips. Yeah, there was an episode where a girl robbed a jewelry store, and she reached down and she clicked her shoes, and wheels popped out, and she took off and she got away. And I thought that was the coolest thing: shoes that turned into roller skates. I think well, these ones you, you mean, didn't have to click right anything; you literally just leaned right. back, put your weight on the back of the of the shoes, and then you were skating. Right. No, I know because you couldn't really it was very hard to take them out because as teachers, we had to take them to the office because they were forbidden and kids would heal around the hallways. Yep. Yep, exactly. So the thing is that rolling on the heels of your feet leaves you with little control. So they were soon banned at schools and malls and in grocery stores and a variety of other public locations due to the dangers that they possessed or the, the dangers that they posed and the injuries that they were causing. And I actually know someone who is in a roundabout way related to us who actually broke her wrist while healing at school and gotten even more trouble because they were forbidden. Yeah, as a teacher, it was seriously nonstop every day. You stop, stop to the office, go, go at the heyday of them. It, oh, was, yeah. it was three or four times. It got to the point where seriously, I was in the grocery store one day and a kid, he leaped past me. I was like, stop, go to the... And I was like, oh, I'm not at school. All right. Snuggies. What did now you say? Their- Snuggies. Snuggies. Now this was their original name, but there were plenty of knockoffs. A slanket, anyone? For those who aren't in the know, this was a blanket with sleeves. So you can oh. stay warm and still use your arms. They were really glamorous. They're still thing. Yes, they are. They're just not as popular as they used to be. I think we all received one for Christmas. As silly as this may seem, don't laugh too hard because they sold 4 million units their very first year and they made $80 million. Now, in 2018, the owners of the company were fined $7.2 million for deceptive practices related to their buy one, get one free campaign. Okay, Lynn, you'll recognize this one. This is another one that most schools banned. Fidget spinners. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. They were everywhere in every shape, size, color, and material that you could think of. It became a... Became a problem in schools and many districts banned them because they were a distraction. Yeah, not just a distraction, but kids would trade them. And then we'd get a call from a parent that bought their kid a special one. And now their kid didn't have it because they traded with somebody when they really didn't want to. And we're like, we cannot control this. Sorry. It has nothing to do with you. There were also problems with injuries from them. Young children chewing on cheap ones and them coming apart. And uh, many businesses, however, bought them by the hundreds because they were so popular. They thought they could make a bunch of quick money off yeah. of them. But the fad died off so quickly that most businesses ended up stuck with a good majority of the stock that they bought. Right. So nowadays you can find them still usually on the front counter for, for a buck. Yeah. Slap bracelets. Oh God. Lynn? <laughs> yeah, another another fun one. Yup. Now I will tell you that as a parent, these always seemed a bit dangerous to me. The idea was a plastic or fabric covered straight piece of metal that you slapped against your arm and then it would curl around your wrist into a bracelet. And every single time I saw one, all I could see was a da- piece of dad's tape measure covered in a piece of plastic <laughs> or another material. Now, there were plenty of injuries from these. Kids like to peel them apart. They like to hit each other with them. And, of course, siblings like to use them as an excuse just to hit each other with something. My children did not What old- you get, though, from hitting with a thin piece of metal? I mean, we used to hit each other with rulers. Is it like?
0: We were tougher than the kids are today, though. Yes. yes. Croquet not mallets,
1: croquet balls. Golf balls. <laughs> one of my kids took a golf club to another one of my kids. I never did that. It might have well, been we accidental have clubs their We just had the golf balls, no golf yeah, clubs. We didn't clubs. Oh we yeah, no. The he this one, this one. One of my kids got uh got hit in the side of the head with a golf club. Okay, planking. Now plank- this planking with a oh, piece. Planking. planking. Plank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Planking. Yeah. Because for some reason, lying flat like a board across random objects and having your picture taken was really entertaining. I will say that somewhere, I was not a part of this, I'm just going to tell you this, somewhere there is a picture of my oldest son planking on a cop car in Florida. Nice. Don't worry, he knew the cop. <laughs> Amy Kinnar actually went to prom with that guy who's, the cop, who's a cop in Florida now. So, all right, segue. Remember when segways first like came out and they were supposed to be super popular. They were going to revolutionize the, uh, the, um, traveling, yeah, not traveling, um, like getting to work. What do you call that? Traveling? Commuting? The commute. Yes. Oh they, were gonna trans- they were going to transform the commuting world. Now, how would we describe a segway accurately for anyone who doesn't know what it is? I really was trying to figure this out. It's like a two-wheeled motorized skateboard or hoverboard with handlebar. You stand up on it and, uh, yeah. But the company pretty much died off after the founder accidentally drove his own Segway off a cliff and died. Darwin Award, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Although, I've got to say, I think about this. Yeah, he they said he did how do we know that really happened there wasn't video of it and where was his wife at the time i don't know i don't even know you if push him off the, you push him off the edge of the cliff you throw the segway down there nobody questions it nobody questions it wrong podcast lynn you're on the wrong podcast with that okay ladies let's talk about mullets you That's know not, no no Memphis no, in no, the front no. And a party Yes. Such a good luck on anyone. Not. I'm not sure why this was ever a thing. Did it start out as an accident? A haircut that was interrupted? I just can't fathom why anybody was like, hey, you know what would be great? But then again, not to pick on the guys alone because neither was the sky high teased bangs that so many girls thought looked amazing because <laughs> <laughs> I get down? Yeah. Shut up. Don't mock my high school whole 80s hair. Because you know, the higher the better, because looking like a cow licks your bangs with a mouthful of super glue is a good look. So let's just, you know, be glad that those those styles seem to have passed us by and we're we've moved on now. Just so you know, it wasn't only girls. I have a picture of my husband with bleached blonde hair that was bigger than mine. Did he have his bangs teased straight up like a cow licked them? He had serious bangs. Yep. Big, big bangs, big hair, big everything. Like, (laughs) I think that we need to see this picture. There's only one of him. It's blurry, but it is of him. There's a bunch of his brother because they were both into that because, you know, the heavy metal scene at that time, the hard rock. Yeah. He was all that in a bag of chips. Well, uh, apparently I learned yesterday, someone mentioned to me, but I already, already done my story. So I didn't add this. Apparently there was a, a craze at one point where everybody got their hair cut like David Bowie. And it didn't matter if you were male or female. I don't know that. He, one. Had, a, he, he had a lot of hairstyles, honestly, you have to like, because. Yeah, I didn't, like, like I said, I didn't David do any Bowie. research into this, but I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Banana clips. Love them still use I them still have, i have one in my hair right now <laughs> you go girl oh hold it no 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 no! you're not not these kind not the clippy no kind. no you're those. oh yeah i remember those yeah i still have some yes well this u-shaped hair clip that held all of your long hair at the back of your head in a bizarre waterfall-ish inspired shape it took some practice to get this right but we sure did love them Still do. And apparently can they you- recently began to make a comeback, Mary. So clearly they're not as forgotten as maybe they should have been. Now, maybe I can sell mine for big money. Hey. I do remember, gosh, though, that I had so much hair that getting it to actually clip and stay clipped could be a struggle. And I would get it in there, and I'd be partway through the day, and all of a sudden it would pop apart. Pop apart, Because yep. they were just plastic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they said waterfall. So you were supposed to put it in your hair horizontally? No, it, like... When you put it in that way, it like kind of your hair kind of waterfall down. Okay, so so I was doing it correctly, doing it vertically. All of a sudden I thought this that whole time I had no, I that. would
0: just flip my hair over my head upside down and clip it like that. Yeah. And go, whoop. Yeah. And then it was like all fancy and shit. All
1: right. We're gonna end this one with an earworm because there's nothing better than an earworm, right? Okay. What does the fox say? I have that shirt. I have a shirt that has a fox and it's got all the different things it says on it. I love that song. Y-V-L-A-S, Give List. It's on my playlist too. This 2013 hit was originally recorded as a three-minute advertisement for their Norwegian talk show. Those two guys are brothers and they have a talk show or had. It was meant to be a joke, but we all know how that turned out. So I was researching this and here's what I discovered. They had hired somebody to make them fox costumes for this video. Well, that didn't end up panning out. So the day before they were supposed to record this video, they went to a costume rental shop. The costume rental shop did not have any fox outfits, which is why you have a bear and a squirrel, because those were what they had available at the costume rental shop. It was literally supposed to be a joke and it became this. Worldwide craze. Holy crap. It even inspired a New York Times bestselling book by the same name. It's for children. Um, and for the record, that noise that they make, that chuck, 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 that is actually as close as a human can come to what a fox really does say. So there oh. you go, Lynn. What does a fox say? I love it. I love it. So there are all kinds of other fads that I could yeah. have named and thought about in here. So do you have any forgotten fads that you really miss and that you I wish were still a thing pants. today tight rolling my pants penny rolling them yep I miss that so much in leg warmers okay anything 80s honestly anything 80s <laughs> i loved the 80s like 88 when i graduated i was the rock star of the world and i just Everything should be back because I still kept everything. Yeah, Lynn had her, you know, jean jacket, her big hair. And I still have that jean jacket. The chunky bracelets, still the big rings. Yep. Oh, the feather earrings when we wore roach clips in our hair. That was so cool. The multi-purpose jewelry. I <laughs> don't <laughs> you know what they were. I was like in elementary school, running around with roach clips in my hair. Oh. All the sayings that were on buttons that you put on your jean jacket. Oh yeah, everybody had flair. Oh yes. yeah, get stoned, drink wet cement. That was my favorite favorite pin. Mom hated it a lot. Well, mom hated it when I used to tell her how, don't have a cow. And then one day, I bought this little stuffed cow, and the next time I said don't have a cow, and she yelled at me. I threw the cow at her. Hmm. Oh, um. She wasn't amused. The valley girl accent, that needs to come back. Oh, so Lynn can tell us all to gag her with a spoon. Like, for sure. And I used to say, I'd like to.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hated it that summer when I refused to do anything but talk like that. I spent an entire summer and everyone hated it in the family. I wonder why. <laughs> I, oh, I thought I was so funny. And then I went by Bunny. I'm Bunny. Like, you have to call me Bunny. That's my new name. I forgotten that part. <laughs> me too.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so, so funny.
1: I do not know how I survived my teenage years. Not because of, well, because of the stupid stuff I did. But no one killed me in our family. And I honestly, I think I was the most obnoxious teenager. You know, here's the one fad when I think about Mary, besides banana clips, the wooden clog sandals. Oh, oh, I oh, love God. them. I wonder
0: who I wonder who got mine.
1: I don't no way. I he wanted to buy
0: them and never gave them back.
1: Now, those were wooden sandals. They weren't wooden clogs, though. They were the high heel sandals. I didn't like the clogs. I've always hated, hated I didn't hate clogs. loan you the sandals. You just took those ones. No, the wooden ones, yes, because I wanted, they were so 70s and so sexy. And I desperately wanted those wooden sandals. Oh, And we're not talking Dr. Schultz. We're talking high heel wooden sandals, which I don't know why, but I thought they were the end all of everything. Those And uh, bell-bottoms, because bell-bottoms were still cool when I was little, and mom would never buy me a pair, and I so wanted a pair of bell-bottoms.
0: I looked out in the wardrobe in the garage. Yeah, you probably could have found a 100 pairs. We went
1: through the wardrobe, but there was never a good pair of of bell-bottom jeans. And I remember one year, I won a contest calling into the radio station, and I won a pair of Levi's. And mom told me, if I let her use my certificate that I got in the mail, for dad cuz his pants were so expensive and she wanted to buy him a pair and I could use it for any pair of Levi's that she would buy me a pair of bell bottoms and I I believed her and guess who got pants and who didn't dad got a pair of jeans and I got nada wow so, so do you think of any other fads when you think of Mary oh my goodness Mary i think of the the um i don't know if it was really a fad but it was like the Corduroy, corduroy, because at one point corduroy was cool.
0: Yeah, the corduroy. Katie was really big into corduroy. Oh, yeah.
1: Katie was super big into corduroy. And you, but you wore corduroy too. And I liked your corduroy stuff. So, and I I remember the same size, but you, I could steal your borrow. I could borrow your clothes only (laughs) your permission. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I took a lot of your stuff. I was a. I was a horrible, horrible, horrible sister. I will tell you. I definitely not now, editing that out. <laughs> God, I was the worst. I seriously was. I took all my sister's stuff. I was obnoxious. I was a really yeah. I was horrible.
0: We all were to some extent.
1: I think. I, I think. I, I. feel like I definitely took the cake. Kate, cake, the cake on obnoxiousness, though. So well, there you go. I thought it'd be fun to just relive a few of uh, the old fads. It was. It was. Yeah, it brought back a lot of memories. <laughs> Did you guys collect keychains? Because I think that was another fad. Or the thing, one of cars. Um, what were they? People used to take off a of car. Hood ornaments. Hood ornaments. I know in high school, a lot of people. It's called c- the feeling. Hood ornaments. Yeah, feeling. Yeah, we have a step sibling that, um, had an entire dresser drawer full gotcha yep so
0: crazy yeah yeah all right awesome okay um just want to say thank you to everybody that stopped by and spent part of your day with us we love it when you give us a little bit of your day love it when you spend your time with us you can find us on facebook tell me something i didn't need to know you can find us, if you need to email us, TMSIDNTK at Gmail and Twitter, TMSIDNTK. Um, fads that we've forgotten, we didn't mention that were really important when you,
1: shoot us, shoot us an email. Pictures? Pictures of you with your fads? With Hell London. yeah. If you have pictures of one of us with some of these fads. wash your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I've got some posts to put up.
0: <laughs> um, suggestions, ideas, we love We love those. Send them our way. If you enjoyed your stop with us today, feel free to follow the podcast. Give us a rating and review. And you basically can find us anywhere. Obviously, you're listening to us right now.
1: You can find us anywhere. Any last words, ladies? Oh, no. Other than some days, it's just kind of awesome to be able to reminisce about the lives that we had. It wasn't all bad. No. that's pretty good. No.
0: Awesome. Till next week, guys, have an awesome week and be safe. We love you. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: que Se llama de apellido Vitorino, que en la jura de bandera del muchacho, se la dio con dos amigos, ¡Ay! Macarena tiene un novio que se llama, que se llama de apellido Vitorino, que en la jura de bandera del muchacho, se la dio con dos amigos, alla tú cuerpo para alegría, Macarena, tú eres para dar la alegría y cosas buenas, alla tú eres para alegría, Macarena, carena, ay, alla tú cuerpo para alegría, Macarena, tú eres cuerpo para dar la alegría calla tu cuerpo, alegría Macarena ¡Eh, Macarena! Ay. Macarena, 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 Macarena Que te gusta los veranos de Marbella Macarena, Macarena, Macarena Que te gusta la movida guerrillera Ay. Ay. Calda tu cuerpo, alegría Macarena Yo, y ligar un novio nuevo Macarena sueña con el cortinble que se compra los modelos más modernos te gustaría vivir en Nueva York y ligar un novio nuevo ¡Ay! Na la tu cuerpo alegría Macarena que tu cuerpo es para dar la alegría y cosas buenas Na la tu cuerpo alegría Macarena ¡Que Macarena! Na la tu cuerpo alegría Macarena que tu cuerpo es para dar la alegría y cosas buenas Na tu cuerpo alegría Macarena Que se llama, que se llama de apellido Vitorino, en la jura de bandera del muchacho. Se la dio con dos amigos. ¡Ay! Macarena tiene un novio que se llama, que se llama de apellido Vitorino, en la jura de bandera del muchacho. Se la dio con dos amigos. ¡Ay! Dala tu cuerpo alegría, Macarena. Que Macarena, que tu tu body to the dar la alegría y body to Dala tu Macarena, alegría Macarena, ¡Eh, Macarena, Dala tu cuerpo, to alegría, Macarena, dance tu body to the rhythm. Macarena, tu cuerpo, alegría your body to Macarena,